It's positive spark plug time, and I'm your host, Candice. I'm so grateful for you guys to be joining in on today's episode, for I talk about the importance and the power of holding space. In today's episode, I provide anyone that is dealing with a mental health, mental illness, depression, trauma, or any unwanted negative energy, three tips on how to navigate themselves through it in a very healthy manner that is best for them. I then also provide ways for anyone that is willing and wanting to take their advice and implement it into how to hold space for those around them. I find that when you're able to do this, you become a very powerful tool for anybody that needs it and for yourself. I hope with today's episode, you guys take away some inspiration, some insights and value that you can then bring forth and upfront in your own lives and then implement it into those around you. If you guys are ready, let's get to it. Psst. Psst. Hey, it's your mind again. Hit that snooze button. Hit it again. Ah. Oh. Fuck it, just turn off the alarm, go back to bed. It's okay that it's been the fourth day of staying in bed all day. The world out there doesn't even need you. So why even bother getting up and out of bed? (laughs) Okay, girl, you need to slow down. You will never get with that person. He is so handsome and, well, look at you. You're so ugly. You got that extra amount of weight you got you know that pimple on your face you got bad breath your hair is always a mess you will never get them just forget about it you're lonely for the rest of your life (laughs) trust me you will never achieve that goal so don't even try it's not worth it you won't accomplish it You won't get nothing done, and nobody will want that anyway, so just don't even try. Those scenarios are just a tiny, 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 tiny portion of something that could be playing in the mind of somebody that is dealing with mental health. Mental health is real, it is raw, and it is a struggling factor that many, many people deal with on a day-to-day basis. So today's episode, I want to talk a little bit about how it is important to hold space for others and also give a little bit of tips for those that might be struggling with a mental illness. I'm going to start with the tips first because it's only a couple of them and then I want to get into holding space. Tip number one, 
is when you are in the midst of feeling that you are not enough, which in the most for the most part is the case for a lot of people or you feel shame or you feel unwanted or unworthy or you feel lonely i want you to find somebody that is worthy enough to hear your story that is willing and wanting to hold space for you. The reason why I say worthy enough, everybody is worthy no matter what. But when it comes to certain things, what I know of one friend can be different from another. And what I mean by is know who you can go to for certain situations. Assess your group. Assess your friends. Who are the friends that you can go to just to talk to? And they don't say anything back. They are just purely a listening ear. They don't give you any feedback. They're just there for you to vent. Take an, an assessment of the friends who are fixers that always just want to fix your problems. Take a look at the people that are really good mm -hmm. at listening in and giving you ideas and helping you navigate through what you're going through. And once you have an idea of who is who and what delivers and what they deliver to you, you are then able to understand who to go to when you're in need of being surrounded by people or being around someone. The reason why I say this is because a lot of our negative emotions like shame and loneliness and um, inadequacy, they cannot survive um, connection. They cannot survive talking um, and sharing. They legitimately get suffocated. Like they, they become smaller and smaller. And the reason for that is because we humans are built for connection. It is a primal instinct for us to connect with others. And it's within our own mind and our ego or whatever you would like to call it that likes to play tricks on us and say disconnect, withdraw, pull back or whatever it may be or don't share that. It's only you. Um, they don't want to hear it. All of these unwanted negative emotions and feelings um, holds you back from from reaching out and it's extremely crucial for you to reach out because that is what's going to help alleviate some of those unwanted feelings and when you know who to go to for certain things that also helps because what you don't want to do is just 
share your your emotions and your feelings and what you're going through with just absolutely anybody because what can happen is if somebody is not prepared or ready or wanting to hold space for you, then you might kind of get a deer in the headlight look from them and then they might withdraw. And that is only going to reconfirm the narrative and the story that's already playing in your mind. So find the people that deliver certain things for you and then know when to go for, go to them for for whatever it is that they're able to provide. So that's number one. Find out what um, your friends delivered to you in different areas and then reach out, reach out, reach out. When Whenever you feel like you're slipping or you're going into that depression, reach out because... Like I said before, shame, um, loneliness, all of those really unwanted, un, un, unfeeling um, emotions cannot survive connection. So reach out and connect with somebody. Number two is, I know it's extremely difficult, and I want to say this right now um, before I go on to number two. I know that it's a lot easier said than done um, for all of my tips. So I want to just say you're extremely brave, um, and you can do it, and I know that it's going to be a struggle, and I just want um, you to know that you're not alone, and you can do it, and just take one step at a time. So number two is try and get active. It doesn't mean you have to go to the gym and lift a bunch of weights. It doesn't mean you need to go run a marathon. It doesn't mean you need to, you know, go crazy. It just means get up and move your body because our body holds on to our emotions and what happens is when our emotions are unable to be released, they then start to show up in our body as pain and aching and soreness. And it can feel like we're extremely lethargic and always tired. And our mind and our body will allow us to continue in that pattern for as long as we let it. And so it's very important that you try and get out and do something, whether it's just a nice, light, five, ten-minute walk, um, whether it's just popping on a bike and going for a little bike ride, whether it's doing jumping jacks or maybe actually working out if that's your thing. Maybe it's, it is running. Um, whatever it is, what if it may, it could be dance, it could be yoga, it could be swimming, it could be whatever it is, but find something that your body enjoys doing in movement and then do it as much as you possibly can obviously allowing your body to rest but when you're in those states of 
not wanting to do anything and you know specifically that you're going into one of those funks, get out and get your body moving because what that does is it allows those emotions that are going to try and find, you know, the joints to live in or muscles to live in or old injuries to live in, it actually keeps them flowing and it allows them to release from the body and that will allow more clarity in the end. So number two is try and move your body when you can. So those are my two tips. And my third tip is just be cautious of what you are eating or what you are not eating and find the food that fuels your body the best. Everybody is different. Every food reacts differently to every body and everybody. So find what works best for you that is energy dense food so that brings energy to you so high nutrient dense food not so much high calorie dense food but high nutrients good healthy fats good healthy carbs good healthy proteins find those foods and fuel your body the best that you can with stuff that makes you feel alive those are my three tips for anybody that may be struggling with a mental health issue or a mental illness. And like I said before, I'm very, very aware that those three tips are extremely hard to do when you're in a funk, when you're in the depression state, and when you're in the midst of what feels like a storm. And I know it's not always easy, but those three things... I believe are going to truly make a difference in your life. It's just up to you to try and navigate through how you can incorporate them into your life and how to bring them to the forefront when needed. Now, let's get into the the opposite of um, well, I wouldn't say the opposite, but let's get into the person that is going to be holding space for someone else. This is a, a very, very important job, and it's a very important thing for people to understand that when they are providing a space for someone they have to want to be there and they have to be clear about what they are able to provide for that person. So having boundaries is key. If you are somebody that can't handle a bunch of negativity or a bunch of low times being talked to you about or being you know, spoken to you, or being shared with you, um, maybe because you are dealing with something on your own, then you need to be very upfront but kind with that person, and say, and 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 say to them, you know, 
I would really like to be able to hold this space for you and, and be with you. But right now I'm kind of, you know, dealing with my own thing and I don't want to get the two mixed up because what you're going through is important and I want you to get what you I want you to get what you need to get in order for you to rise above what you're going through. And right at this moment I'm not able to provide that for you. So being open and honest with with holding that space for someone if you're not able to then say it but be kind right because somebody else is going through something so always be kind but be honest also know what you're able to do um for people getting to know yourself are you someone that is really great at just being a listening ear somebody can just come to you and be like hey I don't want you to say anything for the next 10 to 15 minutes I just want to vent and then I just want to get moving forward and on with the day are you that person are you able to just let somebody you know word vomit all over and then you go you feel good you okay perfect let's move forward let's get the day going if you are amazing because those people are very much needed are you somebody that is a fixer so as soon as somebody comes to you you're just trying to constantly fix their problems trying to fix it for them if you are that is okay because those people are also needed but watch but watch because sometimes people don't want you to fix their problems. They want you to just be there and being listening ears. So if you have somebody coming and you're wanting to fix them, but they only want a listening ear, that's where that honesty and kindness comes into play. Or are you somebody that can hold space for somebody, can, in the manner of being a listening ear, but not so much fix it where I'm going to take it all and I'm going to fix it for you, but somebody that can listen in and then talk through it with that person to the point where you're not giving them the answers or you're not giving them what is going to fix it, but you're able to help them come up and realize what needs to be done and fix on their own and then giving them the encouragement to go and do so. When you can understand where you are in, in those three, then you can then really be able to hold space for somebody. And there are people out there that can be all three and they can be really good at turning on whatever one somebody needs. So if somebody comes to them and they need someone to fix it, they can be turn into the fixer. They can have somebody come to them and just want a listening ear and they can do that. They can have somebody come to them and want a listening ear but also want some advice and some and some navigation talk throughout throughout the process. And that person can turn into that and that's fantastic. But if you're just one of those three people that's also fantastic because that is a very key component to holding space for someone. And holding space for someone is a very powerful thing because what you're doing is you're providing a space for someone 
that really needs a place of safety. And when you can hold that and you can allow someone to step into that spot and feel extremely comfortable to be vulnerable within whatever they're dealing with, and feel safe knowing that you're not just going to go run and tell somebody else or you're not going to judge them or you're not going to hold it against them or you're not going to be like, hey, that's silly, get over it, don't think that way or that's stupid or whatever it may be and throwing more negativity into the situation um, is very important because is very important because these people that come to you come to you because they feel you are worthy enough of hearing what needs to be said. So so knowing that somebody is coming to you for you for you to hold space for them is um, a responsibility for you to take very seriously. And that's where um, the honesty and kindness comes in. And if you can't provide the space that is needed, then you need to you need to you need to share that with that person because mm-hmm. the last thing anybody would ever really want to do for somebody, and especially if it's their friend, is take in time from someone that is in really need of someone and then not be anything for that. I don't see anybody ever being that type of person where it's just, I want, I'll take, I'll take your negative energy and not be anything for you and just be an empty space. You don't want to be an empty space for someone. You want to hold space for someone. Mm-hmm. And you do that by providing a non-judgmental space. You provide a, a safe space and you provide those boundaries. Um, and if something comes up and you're not able to talk mm-hmm. about it, mention it, be, but be kind. And I find that when you're able mm-hmm. to... Know what you're able to provide within that space or willing and wanting to hold that space. You become a very, very powerful resource for those around you. And I feel that this world needs more people to want to hold space for others. Because like I said before, we are human beings and we are meant for connection. We are meant to be together and we're meant to rise together and grow together and and live together and, and prosper together. And I feel we can only do that when we reach out and open up and say, you know what, you're going through something here, come, come to me and let me provide you with, with a space of what you need. And that is a very, very beautiful, beautiful thing for somebody to be able to do 
and it is extremely, extremely powerful for the other person that is dealing with the mental health or the mental illness or the depression. And that's why I think holding space is something that everybody should practice because it is a practice. It's not easy. It can be extremely uncomfortable. Um, it can be, it can be heart wrenching at times and it can, it can be overwhelming and that's all very okay because, well, that's what you're, that's, that's the space that you're providing for somebody to be able to unleash all those unwanted feelings. And if you're feeling that, then just imagine what they're feeling inside. So being able to go, you know what, I'm right there with you. I'm right there with you. You're feeling that this is happening. This is going on. I'm with you. Let me get down to the trenches with you. Let's get through this together. And when you can do that, and you can hold that space, you've become an extremely, extremely gifted person. Because I feel that not everybody can hold space for people, and that's okay. That is 100% okay. I'm not saying everybody needs to be able to hold space for people. For some people, it's just not their thing, and that's okay. But I feel that Everybody should want to practice holding space for people, even if it's just the people closest to them. There's some people like myself that wants to provide a space for whoever, whoever in this world needs it. I want to I wanna hold space for you, and I want to provide that for you. And then there's others that are quite comfortable with just holding space for the five or six closest people to them. And you know what? That is just as much okay. You don't need to be that person that wants to hold space for everybody like me. You don't need to be. I just want everybody to want to practice holding space for at least someone. And when... And when you're able to hold space for someone else, you understand the capacity of being able to hold space for yourself. Because what you're able to deliver others is only in reach of what you're able to provide for yourself. So when you're able to provide yourself with a safe space, when you're able to hold yourself to a non-judgmental atmosphere, I'm not saying that, you know, when something goes wrong and you don't, you don't get something done that you don't, you know, correct yourself or, you know, realign yourself, but you're not judging yourself. You're not being negative towards yourself. You're just reevaluating and moving forward. And when you're able to do all those things for yourself, then I find that it becomes a lot more natural for you to do it for others. So finding a way to learn how to hold space for yourself and then practicing holding space for others is what I believe truly, truly going to help everyone, everyone, everyone in this world. And holding space doesn't just mean for people that are dealing with a mental health issue or a mental illness. It can be for absolutely anything that is happening in life. 
absolutely anything that is happening in life. It just comes down to knowing your boundaries and knowing what you're able to provide. Um, if you're the person that is providing the space and if you're the person that is needing this space, also knowing the boundaries that you have and also knowing who to go to for what scenarios so that you're not getting a negative confirmation of what's already happening in the mind. So I hope with the information that I have provided today that it helps someone out there, whether you are dealing with a, a mental health issue or an illness, or you are somebody that is, you know, seeking ways to help someone. I hope this podcast episode provides you with some tangible, hands-on, practical um, ways of being able to implement it into your own, your own lives and, and the ones around you. If you enjoyed today's episode, please like, share it, um, share it with others, share it with me, uh, leave a review, give five stars, give three stars, whatever it is, but share your love. And I want to let you guys know that I truly appreciate you guys. I truly appreciate you guys holding space for me um, to share my value and my, my thoughts and my insights with you guys. And just for being so incredibly awesome. And it is now time for you guys and myself to go out, create kindness, and be kind.